Hello and welcome back to the Next Step Help podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about the best replacement for video games, in our opinion. Hmm. Sam, would you like to ruin this episode by saying it in the next sentence? Uh, Yeah, the best replacement for video games is... Games, <laughs> just sports, Doom physical sport. games, um, and and that's that's you know that's that's because it's kind of like video games. You get the fun of it, you get the joy of progression and improvement. It doesn't actually necessarily matter as well. Like it feels like it matters in the moment, just like video games. You know, you're playing that league game and you're like, oh my god, I have to win. But you know, afterwards you're like, okay, that didn't really matter towards my progression or my goals, and. Um, I have a lot to say about this, uh, more than Jack, because I'm kind of more into sports than Jack. Jack, obviously, you, well, oh. or, all right, all right, all right. Team sports, anyway, I, I play more of. Uh, Jack does have a lot to say, though. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, it's going to be more of a conversation in today's episode, I think, rather than necessarily a, um, you know, this is exact advice. This is going to be talking about, you know, sports versus video games, uh, why people have video games more, why people play them more. And kind of the media and how that influences a lot of young men's attitude towards sport. Yes, yes, I think that's a good thing. And we should probably start with with the media's influence on sport. So we already know that there's many benefits to sports, like it's, mm. it's doing exercise, sort of learning to work as a group, as teamwork, you know, leadership, all those sort of things. And like the physical benefits of you actually outside moving, mm. doing stuff like that. So how come the media has portrayed these in like not a very good light or, you know, it's diminished the sort of benefits? Well, I wouldn't say it's necessarily like diminished in popular culture. And I think a lot of people would be arguing against that. Um, but I think there's a dichotomy created a lot through American media in particular, um, which is you're either a nerd or you're a jock. When really the most, you know, the most flourishing people, the most flourishing young people, you know, high schoolers, they're the people who are getting into med school and also captain of the rugby team and i don't think there's a you know there's a coincidence that the usually usually at least from my point of view like the people who are more sporty you know you need a you need a level of intelligence for, for sport I, i've learned that you know whether you're trying to read the other team's plays or you're trying to consider how you how the rest of your team feels so you know what the best thing to say is if you're a captain or even if you're just a player there's an incredible amount of intelligence required to play sport and an inten- incredible amount of hand-eye coordination, coordination, sorry, that you get. And I think so many people in school grew up and they might have like not felt sporty when they were kids, probably because they were exposed to video games at a young age. I know that was my particular experience. And they felt like, okay, well, I'm just not a sporty guy. Like I've seen all these kids on TV. You know, you're watching the, the American high school movie and you know, the jock is with the girl like the love interest and the nerds trying to get her and the jocks treating her bad and the jocks the evil guy he just plays sports and has sex with, cheats on his girlfriend meanwhile the nerd is there you know just trying to get the one girl that he loves that is absolute fucking bullshit right 100%. and and my and, favorite bit is they get the jock to be played by like a 36 year old guy <laughs> called john john johnson and he's like <laughs> johnson yeah yeah that's that's appropriate he's totally 18 yeah yeah and, and the thing is right Obviously, those stereotypes come from somewhere. And then that is an idea that, you know, oh, the jocks are stupid, they're, they're idiots. And and I think that is that is definitely a click, a stereotype in school. But it's definitely not something 
And there are they're going to be assholes in school that, that probably play sport because sports gives you confidence. I mean, you're literally running headfirst physically into other men, simulating war for fun. Of course, they're going to be confident. And of course, they're going to find studying fucking boring, right? I mean, that makes sense to me. And so I think the problem isn't the fact that these jocks don't exist. And I'm not trying to defend because there are a bunch of assholes that are like the sports captains on the teams and stuff, mm -hmm. but not everyone. And it doesn't mean that you should purposefully exclude yourself from an activity, which is extremely fun. And what like one thing I learned about jocks when I started playing sports teams is usually they're very they're quite sensitive, actually. And they love a sense of brotherhood, which means when you succeed on their team, they're not going to be like, oh, they're not going to be. And I've seen people who aren't jocks, people who are nerds. Who like when someone does better than them in school, they're like, oh, well, that's, that's not, that's done. That's my thing. I, I, he, he should yeah. not be doing that. It's my thing. But when you succeed on a jock sports team, they will just big you up because they're so hyped. They're so energetic. And they're so like, let's fucking go. And that sense of brotherhood, physicality and brotherhood is something you can get in the gym. I think you can definitely get in the gym. Um, with a very good gym partner or you know you can get flashes of it in the gym when people come and help you and you know you get your biggest lift and everyone's like gathered around but that's going to be obviously less frequent you know if you're working with a team every week or every you know every every other day or every game your goal is exactly the same and you all have to work together to achieve that whether it be football rugby american football um you know volleyball whatever even like doubles badminton tennis uh ultimate frisbee don't and it's uh, anyway yeah I, every team sport effectively mm. is something that can bring this this sense of brotherhood and a hundred percent we've mentioned it in an earlier podcast and uh we definitely recommend it as one of the easiest places to find brothers and people with the similar mindset even if that is just in regards to that sport so mm. like you could go up to them and you could be like will you help me improve in this sport and yeah that could be a way you know you grow that bond, that brotherhood, and then eventually it might branch out. May not, but that's fine. You know, you've still got the brother for that sport. Exactly. And this 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 teamwork is is so different. I don't think there's anything else similar to it other than effectively war, where you have that team environment well, compared to the individual environment. So Sam mentioned about it in the gym. And it's at the gym for me is too individual. Mm for that sort of sense of brotherhood and camaraderie as opposed to the the teamwork in a team sport and for me the 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 bit that really solidifies this as opposed to just you know teamwork in sort of like a, a school event is the physicality of it you're in your body you're you're lively you're energetic you're just expressing emotions and you're able to like properly prove and you know give it all against something else something you want to be it's like a, a a group motivation of we're going to beat the shit out of this yeah. as a group. Yeah, and, and we need everyone. The reason volleyball is my favourite sport is, you know, football, rugby, you can kind of leave people behind. Like, someone that can't doesn't do something effectively, okay, whatever. Um, like, you know, you can have them as a... You can put, you know, I, football. Uh, there were times I get put as a defender and you just be like, ah, oh, fuck, I got put as a defender, right? Like, shit. Um, and in volleyball which is my sport, all six players need to be on it. Because at the very least, if you're not on it, you're going to get in someone's way who is who is doing it. But at the best, like, when every player on the team goes up a level, the whole team goes up 10 levels. That, that kind of synchronicity is required. And, 
your skill levels aren't added, they're multiplied, if that makes any sense. So say my skill is like two and another guy's skill is five. Our skills aren't going to be seven, it's going to be ten. I don't know why I tried to put a mathematical equation to it because that's just idiotic. But yeah, yeah. do that make sense? Like, And then that camaraderie I used to try and get from video games. And this is the big thing. So I remember I played Destiny when I was in year eight and there were these six, five guys I never met before in real life. And I was 12, 13 and... I got this mad feeling because we did. There was this thing called right. Quick backstory of Destiny. There was a thing called a raid. You needed six people to work in extreme sync, like extremely synchronized puzzles, to get through these boss encounters and shoot guns and da 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 da. And when we won that for the first time, it took us like six weeks to beat that. By the way, it was really cool. Like like okay, it was gourmet, it was gaming, but it, like looking back, it was one of my, it was a good memory, it was really cool. Little did I know, I could have just picked up a fucking cricket bat when I was five and gotten that every single week easily and been, become more physically able and get more hand-eye coordination. See, this is, I should have been playing sport, I'd be able to speak better. Hand-eye coordination, which is, you know, you'll see those studies online like, oh, I'm a gamer, I've got mad hand-eye coordination, it, it's great. I mean, all right, you do whatever. Yeah, but for a really small domain of mouse and keyboard. Yeah, when you try to use your legs, let me know. <laughs> yeah, 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 when you when you stand up after a long session. Yeah, hundred percent. And it's it's a bit of a shame that nowadays these video games are becoming so accessible, and mm. the sports people are sort of shying away from. And it's definitely something that is is very sad to to see that you know some kids won't go out there and find this tribe and this group and they won't have these experiences of you know great teamwork and, and just group love for you know whatever it is mm. and I, I definitely think that this is something should be encouraged and like if you do video game now i wouldn't you know go like okay you just throw it right in the bin and go mm. join a volleyball team you need to sort of like bring them up in balance and it's definitely something so if you are playing video games i'd make sure that you do it only with a group you know as for me, this is like the, the best way of, you know, getting getting the most out of video games from the limited capacity. So, and this is more in respect of like co-op games. Yeah, I mean, just to kind of butt in there, the problem with that is, is that if you've got those degenerate friends who are like, mm. oh, one more game, one more game, or come on, we, we can do it, guys, go, go again. And it's like 3 a.m. in the morning. That's obviously going to stop you. And you lose that kind of auto... What's it called? You lose that kind of freedom to, to do what you want to do when you want to do it. And I think, so for me personally, I do, I, I, I'm still playing games usually like once a week now. It's, it's definitely gone mm -hmm. down and I can see that I'm just not going to do it in the future very soon. But um, I actually prefer playing by myself because when I want to come off, I just get off. There's no, there's no, oh no, stay on for another game. There's no, oh God, but we got to, yeah. we got to finish this. That's so, you're so selfish. And like, I've been that guy. Like, trust me, I've been that fucking guy. I was so annoying when I was like 15, 16. I was like, well, you know, so my friend would come on online instead, instead of me being like, yo, what's up, man? How you doing? What's going on? I'd be like, you're late. Like I was his freaking wife or something <laughs> waiting for him to eat dinner. And, and, yeah. and so, you know, if you can play games with your brothers, fine. Like that's those, if you can play people, games with good people, but are your brothers going to be doing that? Probably not. But, you know, you could, you could, look at it through the lens of a, a competitive team so instead of you know casually just mindlessly gaming you go and you find some sort of hub where there's multiple people looking for teams to get better as as okay this is like not the ideal strategy 
but I think this is better than with your gourmet friends because these guys are more. Yeah, but why not just not do it? <laughs> That's... Because I this was something that I was going to bring on to. So I've had many experiences of being in teams where there wasn't this sort of camaraderie and there wasn't, you know, a great sort of sense of accomplishment mm. and, you know, everyone wanted to get on. And and how would you recommend people find this? Because I don't want people to, you know, drop something they enjoy doing, pick up this sport and then be traumatized forever because it was shit. Yeah, I mean, the problem is you've got to join it. You can't go and be like, okay, I'm going to go to visit my school's PE lesson and have a great time. You need to go somewhere where people want to be there and they want to play the sport and they want to have a good time. You can't just invite all your friends. Like, guys, we have... Like, I, this is what I did when I first got into volleyball. I didn't join a team because, you know, I was basically too much of a pussy and I didn't know if I liked the sport. So I didn't join because I didn't want to... Uh, you know, I, I wanted to try it on my own and I didn't want to be shit in front of these new people that I didn't know. Funny thing was, I did end up being shit in front of these new people I didn't know, but that's a story for, for later. Um, so I started playing volleyball with all my... I was like, I'll oh, just invite everyone I know to come and play. And yeah, loads of people came, but did they come to play volleyball? No, they basically came to fuck about and and chat to each other. And I was so frustrated because I just wanted to play the game. But I suppose the thing is, you've got to go and join somewhere where everyone's better than you at the sport, which if you've never played it, they will be. Maybe you have played it before. So maybe they won't be better than you, but everyone's more confident than you. They're in a club, you know, and they... Uh, don't shake your head because it distracts me and they um you see i've lost my train of thought now so you've got to join I, somewhere I, where everybody wants to be there that's the difference everyone that's, that's where everyone wants to be there you can't join your school's pe lesson and expect everyone to be like yes we're going to have a great time playing football 100%. and you have to bring it 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 i'm not going to say it again you have to bring it okay i just said it again the point Sam is is a hundred percent right with that. So it's it's not. I think this is the the slight thing. So the key bit is that they want to be there, and this is something you don't get through that sort of, you know, school is just pushing people into this area because you know people need exercise per week. Nobody like half the people there aren't going to try, and that means the people who do try have such a shit like experience because like imagine trying to do the job of five people on a team all by yourself. It's not yep. going to work. Can't happen. And you need. You need people to want to be there and to try. And admittedly, I don't think people need to be necessarily better than you, as this can be definitely a, a shortcoming for when you're looking for different opportunities. But it does help if they are of a similar sort of capacity, because you don't want to be, you know, literally just standing there trying to throw someone a ball and they can't catch it, even if they're putting in lots of effort. Yeah. But, you know, it's, I wouldn't necessarily say if you find someone who's slightly worse than you, just like discard it. Oh, right. Yeah, I see what you mean. Okay, but... Yeah, I, I agree. But all I'm saying is, so I guess my mindset there was if someone's better than you, it probably means they've put more effort in, they have more passion, and that they definitely want to be there. And that, that encourages you to want to be there. 100%. Um, it, exactly that. And, you know, when I first joined my volleyball team, I was curious. Like, I really liked the sport, but I was like, am I going to enjoy being in this team? Am I going to enjoy hanging out with these people? And because they were so passionate about volleyball, I got in conversations with them easily. Because they just started talking to me about volleyball. They're like, bro, what do you think of this? What do you think of that? And I suppose the biggest hurdle comes from if there's no sport you actually want to play. And that that becomes a lot more difficult because if you've never felt an attachment to any kind of sport, um, it's going to become a lot more difficult for you to connect and become competitive. Especially if you're not a competitive person, which I actually really think is a detriment i think being competitive as a man is one of the best things for us and it's you know it, there have been studies which argue that it raises testosterone to be competitive and to compete whether you win or lose and so 
that attitude of showing up and giving it everything. So in my opinion, Sam, the hardest part is finding that competitive edge. And I think sport is a way to find it. But finding the specific sport is definitely a difficult thing to do. I, I, I'm, I'm with Sam on that. So I don't, it's, it's an unhelpful mindset to jump into a sport and immediately expect to be really good and really competitive mm. at it. Because, you know, you may just be trying to find your footing and, and learn a bit. And of course, that's going to take time. And then the competitive edge, you know, once you've got a base level of, you know, understanding and practice, then you can actually apply, you know, all of that effort being competitive and stuff like this. And you can train to increase, you know, how quickly this is done. Mm. But finding the sport is definitely something, you know, that, that we, we need to, you know, it's definitely some, one of the make or break things for whether you enjoy, you know, and you get that sense of brotherhood. Yeah. So I think the first thing we've already mentioned is make sure it's not like a voluntary thing. I wouldn't even recommend school teams unless it's a really competitive school. So not not Sunday weekend, you know, oh, everyone everyone's out, you know, all of your classmates are on this football team. It's got to be the, the, you know, the school's A team or B team, ideally, if you're going to yeah. do it with a school team. And outside of that, because, you know, fundamentally if you want the sport hard enough you'd be able to find a team in you know wherever you're at yeah which would be able to help yeah. so first thing i'd i'd have a look on I, honestly just watch you know scroll the olympics for something that looks enjoyable mm. ideally you could stick it to team sports as this is a sense of brotherhood but you can still sort of get it in individual sports so there's the sort of competitiveness and you can depending on like how the sport is orientated with the other people they can help you as opposed to just you know be yeah up when you're, you know and there's like even for, there's like swim teams there's running teams mm -hmm. you know if your things like swimming or running um you can go and you know there's powerlifting squads or even mm -hmm. not even squads but there'll be like communities that you could find and you know say you don't really want to play a sport because you don't like running around and you get tidies they'll be like okay well first of all that's kind of a weak mindset but you know you can go and learn how to i know a guy who's a hammer thrower and that's he's really good at it and it looks really cool and he's got like a team and you know they support him and you know they all do it together and they go to the every week they go to the hammer throwing play i don't know where you throw hammers mm -hmm. the hammer throwing scrapyard or something i like to imagine but yeah 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 it's an interesting I'd, thing i'd want to jump on the fact that like so you know, have a play around, look, definitely look at elite level players in that mm. sport. Cause this is something that, you know, can bring that, that passion and that desire. Like, Oh my God, that is so cool. So thanks to Sam being on, um, you know, our social medias, every single search thing is now just full of volleyball content. And it's like, yeah, yeah okay. I, I'm kind of getting it now when I look and it's like, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And so just have a play around and try lots of different things. You're not going to find it immediately. You know, you can try lots of different sports and find out. And I don't, I wouldn't recommend, you know, disregarding it just after the first session. You know, yeah. give it a couple of goes. You, 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 there's like the caveats that is like you probably knew if you, you were going to hate it. If it's something you found absolutely atrocious, but I'd still recommend giving it a couple of goes. And mm. there's with the individual sports, like don't disregard them because I've said team sports are slightly like, they can be better, I think is a better way of putting mm. it. But with individual sports, you can, you know, you can be pushed by your your other club mates or whatever. And this can help you bring a sense of competition. And the nice thing about that is after, you know, whatever's happened, 
everyone's really friendly, providing you like find a decent club and the person. Yeah, I think that's a caveat we have to mention for the whole thing. Is you okay? Mm-hmm. It's, if you do find a shit club, that's that's like a one percent chance. Usually, people are so positive because they want you to do what they're doing. A hundred percent. And this is the thing. So, like with with rugby lads, so they'll spend eighty minutes trying to beat the living crap out of each other on the field. As soon as they come off the field. They're chatting to the other mm. team. They're bigging them up. They're going for a pint down the pub. It's that lovely sort of spirit. Yeah. And this is what you want from an individual sport after, you know, whatever, you know, the sport is, has been done. So everyone's coming around, congratulating, talking about how to improve. And this, when, this is the... Yeah. When, when we play volleyball, um, at the beginning and the end, we literally just clap the other team for like um, a solid like 30 seconds. You know, and at the end of the game, we literally just... Every team member handshakes the other team, every member of the other team. And, you know, there's that sense of camaraderie there. And I suppose, I think volleyball in particular, because it's such a sport based on kind of affinity. It's really, really got so many, like not rules, but basically hidden rules, mm-hmm. assumed rules. That it's like you're going to be nice to the other team and your teammates are going to be nice to you and you're going to be nice to your teammates. And... I think that's a thing in so many sports. Like, if it, especially the more obscure the sport, the more people are going to want you to be there, and the more they're going to value you. Yeah. So, like, because volleyball is so obscure, they're just happy that they have six players to play against yeah, and play with. Yeah. Rugby is rugby in in England is a bit harder because obviously there's a lot of ego in it, and, and because it's a big thing in schools. Um, yeah. But I, I den- genuinely think if you get on the pitch and you try your hardest and you're mm-hmm. shit, there will be little, there will be twats that are like, oh, especially because we went to a pretty posh school, didn't we? There. Like, I remember I went to pre-season rugby training um, when I was in year eight because my, my dad made me go. And I didn't want to be there. And because I didn't want to be there, I, everyone was just taking the piss out of me, basically, because I wasn't trying and, and it didn't go well. Uh, and if you've had experiences like that, just know that, first of all, just don't do that sport because you clearly don't care. Like, I clearly, like, nowadays, I'd actually really want to play rugby, but would I want to play it in school? No, 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 definitely not. So I suppose that that's kind of a scenario where I, I can kind of understand why people would be put off sports in the first place. Um, and for me, I think there's definitely that's that's definitely a good piece of advice that you've said, Sam. Mm. And like to avoid, admittedly, there's always going to be idiots making fun of you, you know, just because you're not very good, and that's like annoying, really unhelpful, because you're at the start of you know trying to learn it. Yeah. You've never done this thing before. Of course, you're not going to be very good. But I would a hundred percent bring that sort of effort that you want to improve and to get rid of it you can go up to these people before they've started like you you've identified someone because they're chatting about other people in the change room whatever. Mm. before you start you go up to them and say oh man how do i you know throw this ball correctly how can i get good like you or whatever yeah. and this hopefully i think if someone did this to me i would stop like trying to take the piss and try and help them yeah because and, and i've been acknowledged as you know important yeah. which is one of the fundamental human desires and that that's the nice way to do it the other thing is so i mean this is just an example for me uh we read no one mr nice guy a guy i tried to block a guy in volleyball and it, he hit my fingers and it went out that means it's his point right and it was just a practice session i went to block and then he comes around to block with me that's part of the drill uh you hit and then you come around to block two people whatever and the guy goes it was off the fingers pussy oh pussy oh fuck you it was off the fingers and I just went, I just turned to him, like my whole body and went, fuck off, man. And he, I'll tell you what, he was like, sh- he was a bit shivery afterwards. He wasn't happy. Um, and he wasn't like, 
you know, he didn't have that big smile on his face that you see people taking the piss out of people who are worse, like like on rugby teams or on football teams or whatever. And that is the alternative as well. Is like, yeah, they might be better than you at the sport, but doesn't mean they're better. Don't let them think that they're better than you in general. And I suppose the Jack's way was great because that's kind of preventative. And then this is more curative, right? Yeah, yes. And it definitely helps if you are, you know, big, old, strong to do that as opposed to a wee little guy going, Oi! (laughs) Fuck off! (laughs) No. That is the uh, contrast between me and you, Jack. Um, But this this is something that, you know, you decrease the likelihood when you find people who want to be there. When you go out searching for that team that's voluntary, and that's the key thing. So these people have come here because they want to. And mm. because of that, they pretty much disregarded trying to make, you know, you feel small or insignificant because it's so, they're so passionate about it. No, I don't believe that passion, you can really have hate in with it as well. That yeah. makes sense. And, so and you can't... also, like, part of me is just like, stop being so fucking sensitive. Like, mm-hmm. if someone's, if, if you're playing someone in a competitive sport and they're like, hey, get fucked, man, get fucked. Like that guy was, to be fair, the other day. The only reason I um, chatted up to that guy is because he kept, like, pushing me. He was pushing me around for a while, and I could tell he, like, thought he was better than me, and I just needed to put him down. But, like, if I was playing him in a match and he caught, scored that, I would have been, like, and he started chatting, I'd be like, yeah, fair enough, mate. That was actually a sick fucking thing on the other side. Or I'd be like, come on then, you fucker. Like, let's fucking do this. And and part of that is, like, you've got you've to learn not to take yourself too seriously. 100%. and you've got to learn that okay i don't care like even though i'm getting beat i could still win and i will still win you know have that competitive spirit learn to be competitive please it's so important yeah yeah that's probably one of the biggest takeaways from this episode i don't think sam's right with that last thing so it's it's not it's the competitiveness which is bringing this out so it's not you're trying to doubt like mm. degrade someone personally mm. but it's in the spirit of the game we're like you can accept something they did pretty good, and of course they're gonna to want to be celebrating it, admittedly, yeah. and that's sort of where it comes from. But hopefully, what will happen is after the match, they'll come up and they'll shake hands and yeah. all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Otherwise, you know, like Sam said, look down and call them a fucking idiot, whatever. Yeah. Or, well, it's not even that. You don't. You just like they might just no, be buzzing because they won the match. They might just be happy. Like, and and the thing is, right? Um, you can usually tell. Uh, I know it's not an ex- it's, not, it's not exact practical advice, but you can tell when someone's trying to be an asshole to you in particular, and when they're just trying to, they've just got game spirit, right? And there is a there is a difference, and you know, I, I mean, I would, I would, I mean, I was brought up in a very, you know, my dad played rugby for for, for his school, and he was like the head of the rugby team, head of the football team, and I was I grew up and I was like this little baby boy who never did any sport but he did teach me how to like shit talk and how to be competitive just from shit talking me and being competitive with me right so i've kind of grown up with that thicker skin but i gotta say it's helped me so much in life because it makes situations so much more exciting if you care if you're sat there playing a game and you don't give a shit about winning or losing bro it's gonna be the most boring experience of your life if you think if you go and you're like oh i've already lost i'm already i know i'm worse than these guys there's no point you're never going to get better and you're going to no one's going to like you to be honest like who are you going to prefer are you going to prefer someone who's who is worse but they're really really trying to get better they're really really trying to win and they're so invested imagine if you're they're on your freaking like i don't know overwatch team or whatever if you're if you're a gamer listening to this which you likely are um you know, are they going to, are you going to want someone on your team who's really excited to learn, really happy to be there, really 
nice to the whole team but really really competitive at the same time and they'd like slag talk the other team or whatever or you don't want somebody's there who's like oh i died okay all right respawning now yeah yeah what do you guys think of the weather yeah cool whatever oh fuck we lost all right cool see you guys next week bye like that's like who are you gonna want on your team who not even who do you want on your team who seems like the more interesting person yeah and now you see how sport teaches us how to be and okay maybe not even just sport but being competitive in general teaches us how to engage in things in life and become more present and that's a that's a un that's like a i was gonna say that's a unicycle that's a cycle right you engage more in the sport you want to get better you become more competitive you you run around more competitive people you become more interesting you get better at the sport it's like a big cycle um 100 that you don't get with video games because it's too easy. There's no physicality in the video game side of things. This was this that was just what I was going to bring up. So the idea that like, like to an extent you could find this in video games is very unlikely. But sports, it's so much easier to do. Mm. There are so many other positive benefits that come with it that it's it's pretty much just the one biggest thing that you should be doing. Yeah, to muster up that competitive spirit. And also, someone screaming at you down the mic or like hype down the mic. Yeah, it's cool. But it's nothing like when you score a point. And this happens to me though. You score a point with your boys. They all like come gather around you. That you, you you like you're in a big huddle, a big circle, and they all shout, "Let's fucking go! Yes, let's get it! Let's get it! Woo!" Like that is that is. There's a physicality to that that, that the digital world cannot synthesize. It can't make an artificial copy of that as much as it's desperately trying. Metaverse, metaverse, metaverse. Um, it's not going to work. It's never going to work. And, and if you're searching for more on self-improvement, if you feel like you need something to, you need a purpose, you need a goal, say you're in school and you need a goal because grades just aren't doing it for you. You're, you've already got good grades. You're already working on that. And it just feels like you're still quite empty. Go and look into a sport. Trust me, because it will give you a sense of belonging. 100%. Yeah. I don't think I've got anything else to add to that. No, I'm, I'm happy to end it there. Thank you, everybody, so much for listening. If you would like one-to-one personal development coaching, please visit our website, nextstephelp.net for affordable one-to-one personalized epic swag money coaching in, not in sports, unless you really want to. But there we go. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.